Welcome to Engaged Company Culture, a podcast directed at you, helping you to stop the employee exodus in your organization. This podcast has three different types of episodes. First, you have tips, tricks, observations, stories, research from me, Dr. Katherine Weiberg of Profitable Alignment. Second, interviews with other consultants, other coaches who are here to serve you so you can learn other tips and tricks to engaging your employees, to stop the employee exodus, to consciously create and continue a company culture where people want to be and where they encourage other people to come to work and to become your customers. Third, I interview other business leaders who have engaged company cultures and want to share their stories. You might learn from them how they have applied principles of company culture to increase their employee retention, increase their profits, increase their productivity, and increase everyone's job satisfaction. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In today's episode, I get to have a discussion with Jamie Shibley, the CEO of The Expressory, a strategic gifting agency that believes the key to accelerating your business growth and profitability in the post-COVID era will rely on your ability to maintain human connections, to build stronger emotional loyalty in your business relationships. She helps business leaders maintain a human connection with their teams and other supporting connections. Keeping that deep personal connection really creates a magnetic culture. Mm -hmm. Jamie, welcome to the Engaged Company Culture Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk today. I was really excited when I first spoke to you because previously I had heard of gifting as keeping your contacts and your potential customers and your existing customers excited and loyal to work with you. So you doing this inside of company cultures was a really exciting twist for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's just as important. I mean, I think they all have to play together, right? I agree. I'd love to hear first how you would describe your company culture, because I'm sure it has to go from the inside out. Yeah, I, I think we've been fortunate enough. Um, I work with, right now it's, it's women um, who they are equally as generous and, and, and caring. Um, and what I love about what we've created here is that each and every one of them recognizes moments to appreciate each other. They recognize moments when they, we should acknowledge and celebrate clients. And this is all you know, without really having to, we don't like set rules to like look for these things. It's just a behavior that we all model. And so it seems to come very naturally. And I think when you create 
an environment where you're working like that and you're, you know, you're celebrating each other, um, you're lifting each other up. And that just really creates that very energetic, magnetic um, environment. So I absolutely love it. So then how does that look as it extends outside of your organization? We are um, rewarded. We are most rewarded when we hear success from our clients. And I often describe that we get really excited when we present ideas to, and, and you know, gifting experiences to our clients when they become excited about it. It's kind of like, um, your kids on Christmas or, you know, Mother's Day, when kids come home from school with the gift that they're going to give you, they can't wait to give it to you. They, they need you to open it right away. Like that's what motivates us is when we find something that makes our clients that excited to give, we know that the recipients are going to have a lot of emotional connection with it um, because all of that energy comes through, right? And um, as an example, one of my account managers, um, we work with some immigration attorneys and she came to me uh, a few weeks ago and she said, you know, I got to tell you, I get off with the phone with these guys and they are so passionate about what they do. And I feel that from them. And I really want to do something to celebrate them. I mean, you look at just like what she felt about their energy and passion and how she wanted to reward that alone. So think about what that creates, right? It, it, it grows. I absolutely love it. I, I find myself just getting excited just listening to you and thinking, oh, this is fantastic. In my personal family dynamic, we have people who are excellent gifters and people who are not. I'm one of those who is not an excellent gifter. <laughs> <laughs> my, <I'm> sorry <laughs> but there have been times that I have been so excited that I've just I've wanted to do something to celebrate my family or celebrate somebody I know and I usually will go to the exceptional gifters and say I really want to do something what do you suggest tell me what you know about this person because I know this and this and this but I just find myself not knowing stuck. what to give like yeah. exactly stuck yeah. so in my mind coming to the expressory when I want to express my emotions and my yeah. desire to reward would be a great way to say okay I really want to do something help me figure this out yeah if I may, with a tip that might help in the future, um, one of the things that's really important to us is that whatever you give, even if it's just your words, um, it has a story and a reason. And so for you, what might be helpful, you, you know, you talked about trying to throw out there, this is what I know about the person, but maybe approach it from what's a shared experience that you could celebrate? Ooh. Because when you tap into, if you touch on, remember that time we did this? That's emotional right there because chances are whatever you're talking about was rewarding and it felt good to them too. And so it's going to bring up the good feelings all over again. So that's one of the things we like to look at. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, that is helpful for me. Good. <laughs> now, you mentioned that you work with a lot of immigration attorneys. 
Mm-hmm. So with immigration, you have a great deal of potential cultural diversity and other diversity that you're working with. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to diversity, equity, and inclusion teams? Well, I think it's no different. Um, at the core of human beings, we all want to be seen. We want to be acknowledged for who we are, what we contribute, and feel like we belong. And so I don't think it matters what culture, um, what the cultural differences um, might be. As long as you can get to the root of just appreciating the human in some way, you have solidified that relationship. Thank you. I admit that's one of my personal soapboxes as well is... (laughs) is getting to recognizing that every individual can create the diversity that you want because every individual is diverse Mm -hmm. and if you really want to have equality and inclusion it comes down to recognizing each individual's perspective strengths abilities Mm -hmm. and encouraging that worldview to come in so it doesn't matter as much the diversity that you can see on the outside but the diversity that you can connect with and embrace on the inside yes that's a great way to say it that's sure one of my personal soapboxes so (laughs) (laughs) i heard a good way um one of our uh human resource um partners shared how um they teach um corporations to provide feedback and it's almost like um you know sandwiching it with you tell them what you're thankful for but you also tell them why that contributed to the larger picture and what's what's interesting is that we then took that feedback methodology um and we say that can apply to writing your message as well when you thank someone on your team for doing something great, tell them why that made a difference, right? Because it encourages that what gets rewarded gets repeated. And I read a quote um, that I love from the um, founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics, Mary Kay Ash. She said, there are two things people want more than sex and money. It's recognition and praise. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, I admit I, I've seen that and I totally agree. And recognition looks different to everybody. Praise looks different to everybody. Some people love to have recognition or praise in public. Yep. Some people really only want it in person in mm-hmm. just a very individual small thing. Some people it's a gift. Some people it's a note. And understanding what the people want and really tapping into how you can recognize and praise them so that they understand that they really are valued is huge yeah yep and i i also agree with you that if you want to engage all of the employees and create that company culture that is engaged you need to be able to tell them what do their actions do to mm-hmm. magnify that big vision? Because the the vision, the mission, the 
overall objectives, those were created at the C-suite level. And if the frontline employees don't understand how what they do truly feeds that, it can sometimes feel like busy work or routinized. But if they understand that every person they touch, every interaction they have, every menial task they do feeds that overall mission and vision, they can get way more excited about coming to work. Right, right. And they know that they've, that their effort is valued, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'd love to know how you got where you are, your path to what you're doing right now. I, um, well, I spent 20 years in um, corporate IT. That's my background. And, and toward the end of my time, it, it was one company that I grew up in. And uh, I managed online storefronts, so e-commerce. It was kind of like a small business, right? And I, I think I've always known I wanted my own business. It's been in my blood. My grandpa was a, a, uh, owned a flower shop for 40 years. And so it was, kind of, it was time to make a change. What I originally left corporate world and, and decided to launch did not look like the expressory. Um, I actually took my skills with paper making, you know, scrapbooking, all of that, my, my love of, of making and giving. And I was going to do that on the personal front. But when I got to marketing it, it was business owners that would continually show up and ask me to do this. And so I started to explore with a business coach what, you know, why, why are they asking me this? And, and what you found is that like, and then I saw it on my own, right? We're busy as business leaders. We have to do all the things. And so oftentimes these personal touches, these personal connections feel like a nice to have, and they will go by the wayside. And then as you said at the beginning, there's also a lot of people who this is not something they easily do on their own. You get stuck and I don't know what to say. I don't know what to send. And so then the moment just passes, right? So all of that led to the evolution to the expressory. And then what I recognized is that I think, um, I think part of how I got here is that from a very young age, um, this became my role in life is to make sure that people feel um, cared for, to help them shift out of, um, you know, if they're unhappy, well, how do we change that? How do we make you happy? Um, you know, when my parents got divorced, I remember the moment that when my dad moved out that, okay, this is my role. I need to make sure mom is happy. And, and I can see patterns of that throughout my career. Someone's unhappy. Let me show up with some flowers. Let me treat you to lunch, right? And, and so I think this has always been who I am and maybe my gift, <laughs> right? Is, is I want to see the happiness. And I think we need that in today's world even more because we've all become so digital, so surface level and so isolated people need to feel seen and cared for that's a very long answer <laughs> it was a beautiful answer i think it was fantastic i was i i love it thank you, thank you. i i admit when you first said that you saw your role 
in your family when your father moved out as make mom happy, my initial knee-jerk re reaction was, oh, what a heavy role to carry. And yeah. the fact that you were able to reframe that through your entire life of it brings you joy to help people be happy. It doesn't appear to feel like a weight to you. It feels, it appears to feel like an opportunity. And I love that you called it your gift, even though that, that sounds like a play on words, but it sure. is a gift. No, you are absolutely right. You know, I, I, I always hesitate to tell that because I don't, I don't tell it to, oh, how sad. And you're right. Like that could feel heavy. But I don't feel, I don't think it ever has. I think it has always been, this is what I do. This is oh. what I'm here for. Strangely. I love that. <laughs> Thank no, you. I, I, I love that because again, it's finding your purpose and magnifying it. As a result, you are doing that with everybody with whom you interact. You take it to, well, I've already said it to everybody with whom you interact. So yeah. your family, your friends, my coworkers, probably everywhere. cashiers in, in stores. <laughs> and then absolutely. Mm -hmm. I you are right. I you know, we have a uh, um through COVID now with all of these um, you know, everybody's short staffed. And I find myself, I can tell when they're overworked and they're burdened, and I find myself engaging with them in a different way to make them smile because I see what they're going through. You're absolutely right. It's a funny thing. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. I, Thank I you. love that you provide that and that you've found a way to magnify that through the expressory. I just think it's so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. And I feel that I think that's why when you asked about our team here, I think that's why they all love working together. Um, because what I want to share for your listeners when, when it yeah. comes to your teams, um, I will tell you, I have watched this blossom over and over again in communities. When you as the leader show up as someone who um, is okay, you talked about people like praise publicly versus privately. Um, there's a way to do it together. And I, uh, for a while, led a women's business organization. And I would show up every week with cards, stacks of cards or gifts to thank people um, for various things. And, you know, I'd walk around and hand them out. And before long, what I noticed, so, so in a way, people were seeing that. That's the public piece. Oh, what is she acknowledging? But the private piece is they, they got to read that message to themselves, right? Before long, there were others in the room. Every month, I would see people coming in, handing out their own cards and their own gifts. And I have seen this time and time again in communities. If this is how you model it, your, my employees do it too. You know, so think about what difference that can make in your teams and, and your teams don't have to be big for this to have an impact. This creates a culture that everyone else wants to be around. Thank you. I find myself as you're talking about it, I'm thinking of an organization with which I worked a couple of years ago. They were trying to foster this attitude of gratitude and acknowledging people they put big whiteboards in, in places so that people could write on them or put sticky notes oh, up there. Yeah. And, and it was lovely. But the funny thing is that it, it ebbed and flowed. 
So mm. there were wonderful things about it. People would put things up there. But I find myself really liking your approach of the public and private so that it's not always the same people doing it. Because I would see like the same person going yeah. up all the time and, and calling it out, mm -hmm. which was fun and wonderful. But people who were not comfortable doing it that way, yeah, they may or may not go to somebody privately. Again, it might have gone by the wayside. It might have happened. Only that person really knew. Sure. But, but doing it as the modeling from the top, you know, perhaps if the managers themselves were caught putting things walking up there, around yeah mm -hmm. then then it might have ebbed and flowed a little bit less and this was pre-covid so i mm. and i've not touched base with them post-covid and i i think maybe i will but it's the the way that you described it is a way that could have even continued during covid when people were not physically in the office because you could still send them thank you notes you could still send sure. them this that and the other and i i just i think that's a wonderful thing to show that it can be done in a remote environment in a hybrid environment in an in-person yeah. environment yeah. and there are lots of ways that you can express that right right from our conversation what is the most important thing you would like business leaders to be able to do immediately to yeah so I think that um like I mentioned you know we're busy people and it's really easy for us to say I'm going to be that person I'm going to get to it I'm going to get to it and then I can't because we're as the leaders we're fighting fires right um and then at the same time, even if I have the best intentions, when I, once I sit down and I start thinking about who I'm going to write to or what I'm going to say, oh, now I get stuck on that. And again, I just don't do it. And so one of the ways we found to make this easy is to almost systematize it, but, but not so that it takes away the personalization. And what I mean is if you took some time week one and wrote um, maybe almost like a templated message. You know, I want to I want to thank you, and then leave a space for what. It really means a lot to me. Blah blah blah. Do it. Just write a basic template so that it almost becomes like Mad Libs. Save those, and then schedule on a weekly basis, thirty minutes, so that you can sit down and think through your week and pick out one or two people that you want to recognize for something. And once you start doing it, you're going, it, it might be hard at first, like, oh, I don't know, what did they do, you know? But as the more you do it, the more you start to pick out things that you, that might seem like little, you have no idea what a big difference that makes for someone. Acknowledging a little thing plays a big role in motivating and inspiring your team. And so if you can give yourself the time and dedicate to doing it, um, it starts to flow. Thank you. I love it. I find myself thinking precisely how I can do that starting right now. Yeah. So I, I absolutely love it. 
And then as leaders start to get into this method, or even as individuals in their personal lives, possibly start to get yes. into this method, how can they include the expressory and how will the expressory magnify that for them? Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah. So, you know, I find myself, I've extended this to even my kids and my husband from time to time. And I try to do this on a monthly basis. I've written them. Thank you. Cards. <laughs> First time I did it, my daughter came out and said, are you dying? <laughs> I said, oh, stop it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I found something to say thank you for that. I was proud of the way they were behaving. My husband, you know, I found something to say thank you. You know, he may not have thought it made a big difference, but it made an impact. I like to tell people that, um, you know, think think of the people who support you, your family, your friends, thank them for just showing up and, and being there with you. And you'd be amazed what an impact that has on all relationships. So, you know, how do we get involved? We, um, we're an ongoing service with most of the people we work with. Well, all of the people we work with. Um, and we're going to help people, you know, not only design what that looks like, figure out which touch points are important um, and which relationships are key, um, depending on who you are, what you're working with. Um, and then we execute it on your behalf on an ongoing basis. And we try to make it as simple as possible. So, okay, we send the birthday card or gift. All you have to do is send us the list or, or you know, maybe we've even worked out the, the list management. But um, again, we want to make it as simple as possible for these human personal interactions to continue to happen because we've seen the power and we know you will too. Um, I invite, if, if you don't mind, if people want a way to learn more to how to implement a system of these touch points on their own, you're welcome to visit my website and we have a free guide to creating emotional loyalty and it touches on all relationships and how you can think about and design these touch points for yourself. So you would go to um, theexpressory.com. So it's theexpressory.com slash loyalty and you can grab that guide. I'm going to be grabbing that guy. In fact, <laughs> in fact, as we've been talking, I have had come to mind a former business contact that I had that I have not kept close contact with. And I am suddenly filled with the desire to Aww. send her. And, and it's not and it's not a ploy. It's an actual desire to send her. I wanted to thank you for that time that we spent together. I learned so much and I enjoyed this. And I, it's an honest to goodness, I find myself yeah. wanting to do this. And that's exciting to me because it comes from a place of genuine gratitude that I, I want to express. And I thank you for bringing that out in me because it's not a sales tactic. It's an honest to goodness. I just want you to know it was wonderful. What you meant. Yeah, exactly. And Mm -hmm. of course I was thinking about how to do this with my kids. I praise vocally easily. Yeah. But one of my kids has the tendency to say, mom, it's just, it's just too much. I have a tendency to gush. He's like, yeah, mom, just, just stop. But perhaps this would be better. He might look at it right now and say, 
but maybe in a couple of months maybe he's going to hold on to it and maybe he'll go back and say oh she did notice oh Mm -hmm. it did matter and that would mean the world to me for him to really understand that I'm not taking him for granted in what he does that I certainly hope I don't right I truly really truly value what he does oh you're making me almost cry here um I believe that at some point it always matters right it may not it may not hit at the very moment but I think we all come back to it when we need it you know what was said Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making my heart sore and I appreciate oh, that because same. That's, that's going to change just today for me and oh. what I do just today and then of course it has that possibility thank you I hope that everybody who is listening or viewing gets as much out of this or maybe even more than I did although I have a feeling <laughs> I'm going to be continuing to gain from this conversation and future conversations I appreciate yeah. that thank you uh, Everybody who is listening or watching, I am going to have her links in the show notes. So you should be able to find them easily, both theexpressory.com and theexpressory.com forward slash loyalty. Jamie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to or viewing today's Engaged Company Culture episode. I hope you have enjoyed the episode. I hope you have learned something and have something that you can apply today to engage your company culture and encourage your employees to enjoy work. Looking forward to Mondays instead of only looking forward to Fridays. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone else you know. Also, like and subscribe to Engaged Company Culture anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you and have a wonderful day.